Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. He ain't got nothing else to say. That's it for him. I'm telling I I know him well no, enough. No, 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 no. No, no, because all four of them oh, have right. more sex than him. And they can't. he can't catch up to any four of those right now. Nice. Late to work sports. Sports. What up, world? Welcome to another episode of Late to Work Sports. As always, I am your host, Jonathan. I got my co-host on the line, Vince. What up, Vince? Oi! Oh, I, was, I was wondering if you were going to sing to me today. Hey, uh, we got us a guest host on uh, tonight, Mr. 409, Colton himself. What's going on, Colton? What's up, what's up? How y'all doing tonight? Oh man, another day, another day. Ready to get on here and talk about some sports. So, yeah. Should be boats, not sports. Some sports. Some sports. Hey, it should be a pretty good show though, man. We got a lot of it. We coming to the end of the NFL season and the college world as well, which uh, is is awesome as it is. Is also a sad part of the year for me, but hey, it is what it is. So. All good things must come to the it's end. The happy and part then, for me. Why is it the happy part? Because we get to focus on basketball now. It's basketball. Yes, sir. <laughs> How'd I know? How'd I know? I'm gonna have to get my basketball yes, IQ sir. up for this next few shows. <laughs> oh, I'm finna. Oh, I'm finna. I'm finna. You're gonna be a coach by the end of this. The, the oh NBA my season. yeah. <laughs> Don't get crazy. Don't get crazy. Remember, I'm the guy that just goes in and gets the fouls and the rebounds. I love we call that an enforcer. I love that's fighting. A, that's you know, an enforcer. You know, I like fighting for them rebounds. You know, that's my thing. That was always my yeah, thing. I, if, don't don't give me the ball to shoot. Let me play defense. Let me just get the ball. No, man. no, no. Oh, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Do you, you remember the last time me and you played ball together? I who who scored the game winning shot? I think it was me. It was, and we yeah, couldn't it see a, either. It was crazy. I think it was a three, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah, we, it was. It was. <laughs> It was as dark as Wesley Snipes outside. And oh, we was playing. <laughs> we was playing up in. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We was playing at the air station. Yeah, it was. At the air it was station you, me, playing. and Benton. Yeah, me, you, you Benton, mean... and um, and Scan. Was it four on four? Uh, yeah, it was four on four. That that was okay, like literally be. the last game because Buck was trying to play, and we were like, "Dude, I can't see." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's when we we ran the court for a bit though. We got on we got on the rhythm once we got our team together. Yeah, exactly. I got bumped off one time, and that wasn't no fun. So after watching no, for an hour, I was like, "Oh, I ain't getting bumped off again." <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. All right, that's like enough of that. Yeah, but yeah, we, let's let's, uh, let's get on with uh, with the with the get down with the sickness. That's right. All right, so uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and start it off with some college football. So. For most of y'all out there that know, the college football playoffs are in full swing. And uh, to say we had some wild games would probably be an understatement. Uh, so, first off, we had TCU taking on Michigan. And I will be the first to tell y'all, I had Michigan winning. And uh, it didn't go that way. So... Mm-hmm. TCU. I, I missed a lot of that game. Um, 
because as, as I told y'all gentlemen before, that is actually my anniversary, New Year's Eve as well. So my wife and me were out, and but I was catching a little bit here and there, and it seemed like every time I watched the, sh uh, the, the game, every time I was catching it, something crazy was going on. And it was like, what in the world? So um, I did see the bomb that got called, not a touchdown, and it was just wild stuff. So, gentlemen, what was y'all's take on the TCU and Michigan game? What do, what, do you, what do you think about that, Vince? That was a barn burner. Uh, I chose Michigan, too. However, I thought Michigan was better than that. I, I, I really did. I, I, I thought they were better than that. I don't think TCU is that much better, either. That's, that's the crazy thing. It, um, we'll talk later about Ohio State and Georgia game. But it it was very interesting, bro. Max Dugan, I was wrong to think he should, did not belong there. That kid balled out. What was your thought? What was your take on the on the game, Colton? What did you think about? It? I mean, I know you. Uh, I seen that you picked TCU in our bowl game picks to win, so that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> what was your take on it? Uh, yeah, um, I had did have TCU winning. I honestly think Michigan's. A little overrated. Uh, I don't think really Harbaugh is all that good of a coach. They're kind of just have a good talent build around that team. Um, not enough to be ranked number two in the nation, but I'll leave that for a different conversation. <laughs> um, no, I thought TCU did pretty good. Um, Max Duncan did do quite well, uh, especially for being in the running for the Heisman. Um, he did have... A little bit of inaccuracy issues. Some of the picks I watched in the replay were questionable throws that he could have just checked down or ran it himself. But all in all, it was a pretty good game. Michigan kind of did what I expected them to do, just on a lot more of a, a scale. Wet the, in terms of, wet the bed? Uh, yeah, kind of wet the bed. <laughs> it definitely wet the bed. Definitely wet the bed. <laughs> but no, I, I did. I'm going to tell you what. They pulled it out. I'm going to tell you what, I don't know if anybody's talking about it, but uh, I don't know what position he plays. I have seen him play once this this uh, year, I believe. Um, but, uh, and I don't know his first name, but I believe he's the linebacker for TCU. Winners? That kid. I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yes, yes. That kid. Bro. I'm going to tell you what. Michigan is having nightmares after that guy. That dude was everywhere. I'm telling you what, man. And there was a there was a run where Michigan's quarterback took off running, man, and he he had a touchdown. And winners leveled him as he was trying to stretch out to make that touchdown run and kept him from scoring, man. And that kid, I mean, he was just everywhere, knocking the ball down, making the tackles. I mean, just the kid just balled out. I mean, and what what a time to show, you know, if I need you to you know, show up and play. This is what I need you to play. We're competing. His draft stock went up. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. D Winners is his name. He's a linebacker. That was it. I mean, the dude just got out there and played his heart out. He had seven tackles, one interception, like one uh, pass batted down. Like I said, he did save a touchdown run there. I mean, just... He just seemed to be everywhere, dude. He, uh, you know, just seemed to be everywhere. I mean, what a time to play your best game. 
You know, he's not. I do. I think he's going to be a star-studded player in the NFL. No, but I, I did, he 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 balls out in the um, if he balls out in the uh, the college uh, bowl game, the uh, championship, national championship. Mm-hmm. He may get drafted. Right now, I think he's just based off of what I looked at his stats. He's probably undrafted, but he's probably going to get a chance. I can tell you, if he balls out in the national championship, he'll at least get a chance, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, but even at that, though, I mean, you may not have any stock going into the, the combine, but um, and, and it's two different sports, but Kyle Kuzma was supposed to go undrafted. And he balled out in his workouts during the combine mm-hmm. and ended up being a first rounder. So, I mean, it, it can happen. You don't look good there, but if you look good in your workouts and. And they think you, you got that right raw things, talent, you just need to be harnessed. Yep. Right. I don't know, man. That's uh yeah, he balled out. And like I said, TC pulled it away. So, well, going into the second game, we have, uh, Basically, a home game for Georgia. We had the Ohio State Buckeyes heading to Atlanta, Georgia to play the Georgia Bulldogs. And uh, like I said, it was pretty much a home game. Um, Again, another wild, wild game. Honestly, I thought Ohio State was just going to run away with this. And uh, I thought Georgia was going to win, don't get me wrong. But I thought based off when the game was playing that I thought Ohio State was just going to run away with it because I was like, Whoa! Like these dudes came to play, and you know it was like they had a chip on their shoulder, and they just got out there and they just balled out, man. And uh, it ended up coming down to a field goal. So Georgia scored, went and scored on the final drive after they got they clawed back in their way, or clawed back into the fight there, and uh, they scored a touchdown. Right, Stetson Bennett scores, and I and, and it was like forty something, fifty something seconds. I can't quite remember, but it was like right at the end, right. And uh, C.J. Stroud has the ball back, and he had a marvelous run. I mean, the dude took off and got him into field goal range. And the kicker who lined up, I think his name is Ruggle, Ruggle, something like that. But he lined up to kick the game winner. Just kicked the 48-yarder not long ago. Game winner's 50-yarder. On the far left hash. Lines up. You know, Duke couldn't ask for a better way. Send his team to the national championship. Grandfather was a season ticket holder for years. <clears throat> this guy said all he wanted to do was go play or go be a kicker for Ohio State. That's what he wanted to do. Be a kicker for Ohio State. This is this guy's dream, right? Lines up. Well, apparently pressure was too much. Hooks it wide left. This is the game winner. Sends Georgia to the national championship. That is a hard pill to swallow, man. That's a dagger. So, Colton, what's your uh, what's your takes on that game, man? I mean, I watched all that game. I thought it was a really good game. But what's your what's your take on that game? What do you think about it? Um, so I I had Georgia winning as well. I actually had second thoughts uh, before the game even started that Ohio State was going to win and. Kind of at first, I kind of regretted my decision to pick Georgia to win, but ended up working out in the in the end. Uh, CJ Stroud, you know, probably a top five pick in the draft this upcoming uh, April, I think. Um, he balled out. Uh, he had a really really good completion percentage, I believe, over 
50%, almost 60% uh, with the stats I'm looking at. Uh, 348 yards, four TDs, no picks thrown. That's the key, key little thing against a really, really, really good Georgia secondary. The number one defense in the country. Hey, right. <laughs> yeah, num- number one defense in the country, and you put up 41 points in probably the biggest game that Ohio State has played all year by far. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Ohio State came in with a chip on their shoulder after getting blown out at home against M- Michigan. Um, I honestly didn't expect Georgia to be as bad as they were uh, running the ball. They kind of struggled. Uh, their, their running back, McIntosh, he did all right. They didn't really run the ball all, all too often after they were kind of playing for behind most of the game. Uh, Stetson Bennett, he played all right. I, I don't see him being all that good. He's kind of overrated and I think so definitely didn't deserve to be in the Heisman race there's so many better players that could have taken that spot uh but yeah I'm, it, it was a really good game I sadly I didn't get to really watch it I was joining spending time with my family New Year's Eve and so you missed a while what'd you what'd you think about it Vince uh, I thought it was a very good game um <clears throat> Outside of Georgia, I believe Ohio State was the number two in this play. I, I really did. After watching that game there, that one felt like the national championship. Oh, man. Going. Now Ray Ray's going to be talking about that in the Discord. Yeah, that, that felt God like the national way. championship there. I don't think TCU has a chance against Georgia at all. I do not. I, um, like, I, this, this is going to... TCU this, by 50. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean they they did everything. Stetson Bennett had one mistake, and he knew he made the mistake before the guy even picked the ball off. Like he threw it and put his hands in the air and said, "Oh no!" He did. Um, I, I do. I know exactly which play you're talking about. I think Stetson yeah. Bennett struggled a lot more and got exposed when he played a defense. Yeah. and I don't know if you notice on that play when they ran the replay. Okay, so he was expecting a um. It, I don't know why you would run this, but it was like a corner route in the middle of the field, which is weird. Um, they, like he, he ran 10 and tried to cut out. Um, uh, out but the inside. So what? An out route? No, it wasn't an out route. It, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a 90 degree angle. It was like a 30 degree angle, basically. Kind of like he was running a post, but opposite. So it's kind of like a corner route. Okay. So the, uh, the inside, the slot receiver that was on the inside, he actually ran a, uh, a 10 and in. He ran an in route. If uh-huh. he would have waited two seconds, he could have actually had that in route. It was wide open. It probably would have been a touchdown. But that interception changed the tide of that game. Ohio State was like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll run with you. But then another thing, also, too, Marvin Harrison Jr. getting hurt yes. decided that game. So I'm not a big fan. Right. <sighs> That was a questionable play, right? And I think there was two targeting penalties, one in both games. Um, neither one of them, both of them got flagged off as targeting. The first one in the TCU game 100% TC, or was 100% targeting. And if, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you target on a play, that wouldn't have been a turnover on downs. That would have been a <clears throat> first down, 15-yard penalty, automatic first down. 
Yes. And Michigan would have had the ball still. And ejection. Yep. And an ejection, yes. So that could have changed that game. Um, yes, absolutely. But that one didn't get called, and then we rolled into this one. And I'm not big. I mean, you've heard me complain before, Vince. I'm not big on penalties that either A should be called or B shouldn't have been called that changed the game. And yes. this was one of them that changed the game. I think <clears throat> based off of they add, they say three things for targeting, right? It's a defensive receiver or defenses player, excuse me, defenses player. Um, is it a forceful hit? And is he leading with the crown of his helmet? Right. So it's all three things. Now the first two, he checked the box. Right. The player was defenseless. He wasn't. I mean, he was stretched out. He was right. not protect himself whatsoever. The second thing, that hit was hard, which I love. Don't get me wrong. I love hard hits. Let's not get it twisted. The third thing was, did he leave with his helmet? Now, there was a couple different angles. One angle showed helmet. One angle showed not helmet. So it left it kind of up to interpretation. And had Marvin Harrison been allowed to continue to play, and they not called it targeting. I probably wouldn't have cared one way or the other. You know what I mean? I'd been like, okay, cool. But the fact that he didn't get to play anymore, and that was C.J. Shroud's top receiver, and that dude was eating Georgia up. And they pulled him, and Georgia came back. And I was like, watch. They're not going to let this dude play, and Georgia's going to win it. And sure enough, that kind of upset me. I was kind of, like, aggravated because I'm like, man, they, I understand the player's safety and everything, but... A play that, depending on which side of the coin you're looking at, and and that was such a hard one to call one way or the other. I would have been okay with either call, honestly. Either call, um, I would have been okay. The for the first one in the TCU, blankly targeting. Blankly targeting. It was a missed call. 100% missed call. Mm-hmm. This one, it was like, I'm okay with either way. Because it's like, uh, I, me personally, I could not make the assumption of whether he was trying to leave with his helmet or his shoulder. Because he did hit helmet to helmet. So it's like, okay, was he trying to leave with it? Was he trying to leave with his shoulder, tuck his helmet, and that was just a circumstance that happened? I don't know. So that one kind of bugged me to see that. Another thing that bugged me with Ohio State, man, right? That one was out of their control. CJ Stroud's running all over y'all, right? He's running down there. All night long, they've been eating this team up by passing the ball. They get into field goal range, and they just change their their play design. <laughs> I I I I understand the safe call is to run the ball, right? That's the safe play. Right. But C.J. Stroud has not thrown a pick all night. Let this man play. Give him the chance. Let him throw the ball. Let him see. If he can't throw the ball, give him a design bootleg play, right? You're bootlegging out, CJ. That way, if they're going to rush you, you don't have to get intentional grounding and you don't have to take a sack. You bootleg out. You see that you ain't got nothing. You throw it away. You design something to get him out of the pocket so he has the option to throw the ball away. But you decide to run it, and then you lose yards. Then you set up even Longer field goal for your kicker. I did not like that play call. That that reminded me of honestly it reminded me of the the Falcons. 
in the Super Bowl. We've been eating up the Patriots all night long, and now we're going to change the play call up. The The playbook says running in this situation. So even though we've been passing it, and that's what's been eating them up, let's run it. That one bugged me. Yeah, no, that that was a, a questionable call uh, to change up the play call like that when they've been absolutely airing it out all game and then just to, to run it. I can see where the coaching staff is coming from, from Ohio State, to run the ball to try and get, get it centered and at least get a couple extra yards if possible to make it a little bit of a shorter field goal for the kicker. But uh, as you can see, it didn't make much of a difference. If if anything, they should have just kept passing the ball and hope they get go to uh, out of bounds and get a little bit closer to make it a little bit easier field goal. But it is what it is. So it's not. Yeah, to me, it's throw it on the sideline or throw it away. Exactly. Like that, that yeah. Even if he gets down, as long as you get a first down in college ball, as long as you get a first down, the clock stops till you till the ball is set. So at that point, they get up there, and he can spike the ball. I still think, I, I don't know, man. I would have thrown it. I'd have, I'd have put it on the back of C.J. Stroud. He's been doing it. Let him do. I agree. But, well, that's it with that. Uh, gentlemen, real quick, which one? So, obviously, we got TCU playing Georgia in L.A. Who do y'all have winning? Well, who do you got, Colton? I am going to pick TCU. I feel like they... A lot of momentum going into this game, and Ohio State kind of showed all a lot of the weaknesses Georgia had, and showed that Georgia is can be beaten. So, give me a give me a score. What you think? Um, I think in our bowl picks, I had the total score being sixty-two. So I'm not I'm not very good at math. So I'd probably say. So you're thinking? Okay, you think it's going to be double-digit lead by TCU? I would say so, yeah. Wow, okay. All right. What uh what about you, Vince? Uh, I got Georgia by fourteen. I think TCU's too small. And I think Georgia's probably gonna run the ball all over them. Wow, by fourteen. Okay. So you see a high score or a low score? Mm. Low score. Okay. Like a Kirby like Smart's a, gonna play it slow. He's like gonna a, play it slow. Like a 24-10? Yeah. Okay. Something like that. So, my, my, my brain says pick Georgia. My heart says pick TCU. So, I'm going to pick TCU because, you know, I love me an underdog story. I'm going to pick TCU, and I think this game's going to be another high score. I pick TCU, and I'm going 30, 35. 41 TCU. I think TCU wins by 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 6 points. That's my that's my call. So, we'll see man. It's going to be a good game. I can't wait for it. It's uh, coming up here quick. So, uh, this is uh this is coming Sunday or the Sunday after. Uh, I had to look it up off the top of my head. I ain't looked it up to be honest with you, man. It's been life's been so crazy Sunday. since. Uh, no, I actually think it is this Sunday. I think he's right. Well, so y'all gonna put me on the spot right here and make me do this live on the air. Thanks yeah, a lot. No, it's, it's this Monday. It's next Monday. Next yeah, Monday. I was about to say. I think it's on a Monday normally on the eighth. Yeah, Monday. Wow. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see why they would do the uh, yeah, national championship game on a Sunday. 
um, when football NFL is on. So they, yeah, it's Monday. Yeah, Monday night yep, at so. six thirty. Oh Lord, LSU knocked all the hair off Purdue. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. I'm sorry. I'm that was so random. Go I'm just look. I'm <laughs> Go Tigers. Okay. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, that's why. That's why. That's why Drew Brees had to be hired. Um, transitioning to the NFL. Oh man. So there's three divisions right now that are currently still open. Um, two in the AFC, one in the NFC. So, gentlemen, I'm going to give y'all's takes here. We're going to go uh, NFC first. So right now, the NFC East is uh is still open. It has not been decided. Um, and currently, it's only a, I mean it's only a two way tie right now, but uh, or not tie, but a two way competing for it. Um, and that would be the Philadelphia Eagles at thirteen and three, and Dallas with at twelve and four. Now neither one of these teams play each other next week. They play uh, Philadelphia plays. Um, Washington, I'm sorry, New York and Dallas plays Washington. So, with that being said, we'll go ahead, since this is your division, Vince, we'll go ahead and let you pick. Who do you think wins this division? Oh, we win the division this this um this Sunday. Well, Jalen Hurts is playing. Um, there's is no, he? Yeah, he's playing. Jalen Hurts is playing. There's he's just no a product way. of the system, though, I hear. That's what I'm told. Hey, look, man, you know, Chris Sims, you do an excellent take on quarterbacks. You were one yourself. You're never half the man your dad was. Oh, um, my God. Um, They're going to win this one. Uh, Gardner Minshew has hurt his stock in trying to be a starting quarterback in, for some team next year. I think it's pretty evident that the Eagles need to get another backup quarterback that kind of that's the same thing that Jalen Hurts does. Word on the street is Zach Wilson's open. That's a hard pass. <laughs> I might have to agree. That is that is a hard pass. Hey, I'm, I'm sure Tim Tebow's still wanting to play quarterback. <laughs> I'll take Tim Tebow now. I'll take Tim Tebow. No, no, seriously. In that offense, yes. That's the offense that Tim Tebow thrives in. Yeah, I'll take Tim Tebow right now over Gardner, uh, Gardner Minshew. I would do. Get him off the Mets. The Eagles <laughs> offense kind of reminds me if you were to have Tim Tebow be in the spot of Jalen Hurts, Tim Tebow would run it kind of like they did, he did with Florida. That's how it reminds yes. me of the Florida offense back then. Yeah, Tim Tebow would do much better in this type of offense. Um, I also have Philly winning it. Um, now, if you asked me this three weeks ago, and I would have known, obviously – that they were going to be this close, I'd have been like, Dallas wins this. Because three weeks ago, Dallas was a juggernaut. And uh, I honestly was like, wow, Dallas may go deep this year. Let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. I don't think they're making the Super Bowl. But I was like, man, this team, their defense was disgusting. Disgusting. And then they just quit playing for me in fantasy football. I mean, in live football. And, uh... Yeah, man, and then the offense. Oh, Dak Prescott's leading the NFL in interceptions thrown, and uh, and he hasn't even played a full season. That is correct. So, <laughs> I uh, I'm going to say Dallas. You are going. Obviously, you made the playoffs, but uh, the road goes through Philly. So I got a hot take. Oh, what hmm. you got? 
it's it's uh, appearing to look as if Dallas will be playing the Buccaneers in the first round. The Bucks Dallas win. knocks the hair off the Bucks. Don't no, even Bucks give me win. your hot take. Bucks, Bucks win. You're crazy. You're Bucks crazy. win. You playing the goat? You're playing the goat. You're crazy. We're gonna have to put a bet on that one, you and I, if that plays out that way. I'm not betting any money with you. Why not? You don't lose. No. No, I don't bet money with friends. That is, I don't Can we be do acquaintances? That. Do you bet with acquaintances then? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colton, who do you got winning this division, big dog? Um, I'm going to have to disagree with both of you and say Dallas takes the division next week. Oh! I, oh. I think they have an easier game next week against the Commanders. The Commanders really have nothing to play for. The Giants actually do have something to play for, even though they have con- con- you know, confirmed their playoff spot. But what, what do they have to play for? Just seeding, really. I, I, I'm not... they, they can get no higher than... Six, right? Yep, they can get no higher than six. And, uh, man, it's still a pretty big difference but between playing you know, uh, 49ers or the Vikings. I'm going to tell you that's, right now, no matter what no matter what happens, the Giants stay the same. No matter yeah. if they win or lose, because the Giants are 9-6-1. and one. So even if Seattle wins and becomes 9-8 and eight, and the Giants lose 9-7, and seven, that one tie will give them the 60. If they blocked in the 60, they're not moving up and down. They can't the, go anywhere. The only thing they have to, to play for would be to upset the Eagles. Yeah. Both teams yeah. are going to play with a chip on their shoulder. Um, I agree. There, there, so there's there's also some history there. So I don't uh, the Eagles lost on purpose against the Redskins last year. We took Jalen Hurts out after two um, two series and put Nate Sudfill in. Does anybody even know who he is? Hall of Famer. Yeah, right. Hey, not not over Carson Wentz, but they Crazy. did that Apple. last year. And because they lost to Washington, it bumped the Giants out of the playoffs. Second thing, the Eagles um, traded up ahead of the Giants last year to get a draft pick. I think they end up getting uh, Jordan Davis. Big baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's, there's some, there's some uh, bad blood on top of the fact that they're division rivals. Oh, there's always bad blood up in there. Yeah, so it's it's a little bit more. I don't think they'll rest their starters. It should be a good game, um, but I do believe we're playing at home this uh, this week. Uh, now that I don't know off the top of my head, I can actually yeah, double think, check. Yeah, we're I got playing it right at here. Home. Yeah, we're at yeah, home. they're playing at home. Yeah, so I it, it should be interesting. I, even if even if they play their starters for like a half. Uh, which I still don't think they'll do. I think they'll play the whole game. Daniel Jones needs the uh, he needs the reps. Well, before we talk about the other two, then you want to talk about your boy uh, Ron Rivera? This idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this idiot. Have y'all read up on that? Like, or, or, or uh, this is gonna be the first time you pieces. Heard this? I told you. I told you. I've been kind of doing the thing. Where I got a lot of family in town, and this. Uh, uh, not as much as I'd like to. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I know he was confused. <laughs> oh, my God. No situational awareness whatsoever. 
at all. Um, <laughs> a, a, a reporter asked him uh, a question about the playoffs and saying, like, did you know that you could get eliminated this week? And he was like, no, I didn't know that. Playoffs? Buddy, don't, even if you didn't know, you do not say that. And just let you know right there that he's not paying attention to anything going on anywhere. He doesn't have anybody in his corner to talk to, talk to him. Like we were talking about with Skip Bayless. Like, talk you don't have anybody cool. consulting with you before, <laughs> like, before like, you speak? Like, <laughs> like, somebody need to talk to you. If I'm the owner, I'm firing him. Like, he'd be fired today. Well, that, well I mean... That owner is a joke, anyways. But that's another topic for another time. Well, like, like this is this is the crazy thing, though. He purposely took Carson Wentz out to kind of try to save him for the next game. For what? <laughs> Playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! What a I was like, joke, bro! You got to be kidding me. You should what be fired. I will add to the Commanders. They should have never started Carson Wentz to begin with. Hall of Famer, though. <laughs> the greatest ever. Great, he's the greatest quarterback to ever play the game, man. He's better than Brady. When you have, uh, what what's his name? Uh, Heineke. He has got them to where they were up until last week, and then you say, "Hey." He kind of wet the bet last week. Yeah. Carson. I can't believe they. I can't believe they put Carson Wentz in over. But that just shows you Ron Rivera's an idiot. So. Well, you also. You if also, I have anything to say, Rivera, that he ain't, he's getting fired. That, that's my, that's my take yeah, on that. He's, he's definitely getting fired. John Gruden's gonna get hired. Oh, I can see that. I, I honestly. I mean that that organization is controversial, anyway. So why not? Yeah, why not hire hire John John Gruden? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Even though he's suing the NFL right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. Speaking on, then we got the uh, AFC South. This one's the one that really intrigues me. They got the Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Tennessee Titans in the final week of the playoffs. Winner of this game wins the division. So forget everything you've done all season. It's the only game that matters is this week right now, basically. Because winner of this is going to win and be in the playoffs. So, no week matters more than right now. With that being said, who do y'all have winning? I'll let you go ahead first. Um, I'm going to take the Jags. I, they're starting Dobbs at quarterback on Sunday for the Titans. He's not that good. I mean, he has an arm. He's better than Malik Willis, in my opinion, but... Jacksonville is on too much of a roll right now, and I honestly feel like their defense is way better than uh, the Titans' offense. Uh, I'll have to go to the Jags with this one. Titans win. King Henry goes for 250 yards and three touchdowns. Whoa! Whoa. This dude is crazy. uh, Colts win. (laughs) You see where my mind is. (laughs) Jacksonville Jaguars win this. You are nuts. Right now, the Tennessee Titans can't figure out where's left or right. Yeah, Jacksonville wins. You don't this need one. to go left or right. Just straight up the middle. <laughs> he, can't, he can't. Yeah, he can do that all he wants. But uh, when they get behind in the ball game and they have to throw the ball and they can't, 
because pretty boy Trevor Lawrence and those golden locks are lighting him up with his uh with his quarterback whisperer, your man Doug Peterson behind him. I, I nah. Ain't no way, dude. No way. Putting a whooping on him in Jacksonville. You are crazy. Duval. You yes, are man. crazy. Putting a whooping on him. They're going to hurt him. I am seriously trolling here. Jags win. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, boy, you have lost your mind. <laughs> no, Yo, no, I'm, no. Putting, I'm putting that mark in the, in the intro just so people are like, what? <laughs> Oh, dude. Oh, that, I, I, yeah, I'm being just, serious, too. Oh, I'm not being serious. I was like, this man's tripping. No, nah, they're cooked, bro. That's it. That's a wrap, coach. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and cancel Christmas on that one. <laughs> oh, man. Well, so, so now that we've had our laugh for the night there. Um, I had y'all going, too. God, bro. I was like, this man's done been drinking or something. Oh, man. Well, uh, <laughs> AFC North, right? And this is obviously going to lead us into our uh, heavy topic of the night. But um, Cincinnati Bengals, Baltimore Ravens. Now, this one's a little intriguing because right now Cincinnati sits 11-4. and four, Baltimore mm-hmm. sits 10-6. and six. Um, And then, obviously, Cincinnati was supposed to play last night, and they did play for a quarter. Um, however, the, uh, the Bills' safety... Um, Demar Hamlin, Hamlin, yes, Demar Hamlin. Uh, I want to make sure I didn't mispronounce it. I just looked away for a second. But Demar Hamlin. Long story short, Demar Hamlin was making a tackle on T. Higgins, and uh, for anybody who's watched the play, the, the tackle was not a hard hitting tackle at all. It wasn't like a tackle where you're like, oh. Um, he hit him. I think uh, T. Higgins was kind of lowering a little bit to try to get, make it, you know, go through him. Hit him, stood him up, and then they fell to the ground. Uh, no big deal. And Demar stood up, took two steps, and then just fell straight backwards. Now, looking at it, you think, okay, maybe he just got, he must have got the wind knocked out of him or something. You know what I mean? Well, they uh, the paramedics were called out there, man, and they had to start performing CPR on him. And actually had to get an artificial defibrillator out um, for him, an AED. So for those of y'all don't know, that's the whole paddles in the movie where they're like, clear, pow, and they pop them. That's what it is. It's a machine. They put one on one on his chest above his heart and one on his side. And the machine uh, reads for a pulse. And it will pop them if it does not sense a pulse. There's some of them you can go above it and kind of control on your own but basically it it checks for his vitals and if his vitals aren't there it shocks him now was his vitals there or not did the machine did he get shocked or not i'm not sure about that i don't know about any of that what i do know is that uh this 24 year old uh man suffered a heart attack cardiac arrest in the middle of it so um he got hit and uh I'm piecing this part together. What I'm thinking has happened is he got hit, knocked his heart off rhythm a little bit, um, which uh, happens in contact sports, but it's not normally a. It normally does not happen. It's not like a common thing, but it does happen, and it ended up giving him a heart attack. And uh, his family's confirmed that right now this this young man is in ICU, fighting for his life. So it's a very sad thing. Um, Vince, you and I, we talked about it. We played sports, and, and we've seen some brutal stuff, seen many of injuries, but 
Um, I've been in two different times where I've seen somebody get hurt uh, to the point where it makes you not want to keep going. Um, you're like, man, this is rough. But nothing to this level. I think if yeah. I was at a game and, and some this happened, there's no way I'd play again. Uh, I couldn't make the tackle. I couldn't make the catch. I, there's no way. Couldn't make the kick. There's nothing I could do, man, to get that out of my head. And so... Well, we'll talk about it a we'll, little bit more. We'll talk about uh, that in a minute. But right now, yeah. Right now, that leaves this opening for this division because right now it's, do they play this? Are they going to play the game between the Bills and, and Cincy or are they not? If they right, do. And Col- Colton, you were saying something about they're talking about canceling Week 17? Yeah. I, I, I may have misheard that, but is that what you were saying? Uh, I've been reading that they're thinking about just canceling and calling it a no contest between the Bills and Cincinnati. That'd be wild. That'd be the first time that I've ever known that's happened. I believe I that it would be the first time. I've seen games get canceled and rescheduled and later dates this season, but nothing as of this late and of this, you know. COVID was crazy, and that screwed it all up and moved stuff around, but I've never seen something get canceled. Um, I don't know how you call it i don't know do you do you say hey the game's ended right there and the score is the score do you call it a tie because if you call it a tie then you're going to have people saying well you know that that tie is going to affect stuff too it's i don't think it affects either one of those teams or oh it does because right well a tie doesn't well no a tie does a tie Um, because because it screws they'll win the division yeah and, and and the chiefs would win the uh number one seed correct Exactly. So there's a lot. There's a lot around this one. And uh, oh, wait a minute. No, wait. Time out. What's up? The Bills would win their division with a tie, or if they said no contest, or if they said um, the score is the way they win it. The 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 Bengals. I'm sorry. The Bengals win their division because right now Baltimore's two games behind. Baltimore needed. Cincy to lose their last two games. Correct. Yeah, but they're not. They're, they're, I mean, they need to lose. <laughs> Look, <laughs> Cincinnati plays Baltimore next week mm-hmm. in Cincy. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 there's, there's no way. I'm going to go ahead and say my pick here. Bengals are going to win that division. I think Bengals win. It's clear. They win. They win. There's, yeah, it's clear. I, I don't care if Lamar Jackson comes back this week. Bengals win. I think Bengals. Cold, I think Bengals are a better team. They are. We called this. We called this at the beginning of the uh, the the, uh, the season. Yeah. yeah, Baltimore is Lamar Jackson. Yep. He is the only star-studded player in the, on that team. They have literally screwed themselves. They, yes. They're screwed. Where Cincinnati has built a team around them. Yeah. So. Yeah. They followed the Eagles model. Yeah. So you said you said so. I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but we're all in agreement here. Then Cincinnati wins this one. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, unless Colton wants to troll. No, no. <laughs> I, I might have to troll later, but for for that, no. Well, uh, on to the on to that other topic then with Demar. So, a couple cool things have come out of this, right? Um, so one cool thing, Demar has a, a charity, and the concept behind it is he does a toy shopping tree for kids in his hometown. Now, for y'all that don't know, I am all about giving back. 
I love that stuff. Especially when you can get back to your hometown. That is huge. You, I mean, honestly, that's up there for me. If you get, Especially when you get back to children. That is huge to me. Huge. And not when you charge them to come to your camps or nothing. But when you do stuff for free and you give them free stuff and you show them like, man, that's, and you get back to your community that raised you. Not just the community you play sports in, but the community that raised you. I love that. So he was going to do that, man. His goal was $2,500. Well, right now, as of recording this show, they have broke $5 million in donations. That's beautiful. That is awesome, man. That is that is amazing. Um, I love it. So um, another thing that was not really cool, I guess you could say, but uh, at the same time, like I applaud him. So the NFL, when this all happened, the NFL sent everybody to the rocker rooms and all this and that, right? And they're trying to figure out what do we do now? This is prime time. This is like what is what's going on? What do we do? The coaches and the team captains, from what I uh, read, got together. Both coaches and team captains of each team got together and said, "We will not play. We refuse to get on the field and play after the situation." That was huge to me because. I am big on sports. I am big on camaraderie. I am big on... At the end of the day, this is a game. This man, this fan is fighting for his life. This is a game. So the fact that you would say, you know what, we understand this is a game. This is this man's real life. And we want to put it together. Right now, we need to to go about our business, go back, call our families, talk to our families. You know what I mean? Go home to our families if the home team and just... Be thankful and then pray for this young man that he's going to pull through. That was huge, man. And the NFL, I've heard that the NFL did not postpone it. But then there was a talk to the NFL that they said the NFL was going to force the players to get back out there. And, of course, the NFL is denying that. The NFL, you, uh, I don't know if you're denying I don't know if it's true or not. But you have a history of shady stuff. So I'm not going to put it past you. I'm not going to say you you were trying to do that. But I'm not going to put it past you. I would not be surprised if they thought just, you know, get the guy out of here. Because I'm going to tell you what, when Ryan Ryan Shazier for the uh, Steelers, when he had that spinal cord injury, they kept playing that game. So they didn't postpone that game and stop it. They put him on an ambulance, sent him to the local hospital, and they done it with multiple. When Tua had his thing where he was, you know, looking like he was throwing up gang signs from his injury. They played that game, and since they kept playing it. So, that was cool that the players said, no, not today. So, I liked that, man. I don't know what y'all two gentlemen think about either one of those stories. Uh, Vince, I'll let you uh, speak what you got on your mind. Okay. um, I don't think the NFL um, was going to force them to play the game. I do love the fact that they allowed – from what I'm reading, they allowed the coaches to determine whether or not they want to play. Um, and and just just us as fans watching the game, we only see what the players are looking at. We don't see what they see. Like we're not on the field with them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was that was actually a good thing that the NFL didn't say, well, no, y'all are gonna still still play or whatever. You had people crying. People needed to be consulted. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, McDermott? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He McDermott. looked like he was lost. 
Like I, I felt for him. Like he didn't. Like he doesn't know what to do. Well, this nobody's kid, ever seen that before. And this kid, man, this kid has a he has a great story. He stepped in the role. He was yeah, drafted. For Micah Hyde. Yep, he was drafted six rounds. Stepped into the role, performed, and they've been digging up. You know, the internet. The internet never sleeps and never forgets. They've been digging up past tweets of this guy, and there was one he put out last September. I'm sorry, two September's ago now, September of 2021, and uh, it was something along the lines of uh, "show love to people today, it costs you nothing" or something like that. Uh, it's true. Yeah, it was. Here it is. I got it right here. The tweet said. If you get the chance to show love today, do it. It won't cost you nothing. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. This this kid, dude, everything I've read and everything I've seen, this kid was a good kid, man. So, Yep. I, 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 I also think that it's safe to say his career is over. Uh, it needs to be. It needs to be, unfortunately. Yeah, it's his, his career is over. I wanted to um, bring this up here, and it's, it's not a stat, but it's it's just – it's sheer coincidence. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name all four players here. Okay. Ryan Shazier. Mm-hmm. Tua. Mm-hmm. Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown. Does that ring, does that, like, resonate with y'all at any, I, I, anything I think I know what you're getting at. I saw something that, about that. All, all four of those players had freak injuries on the Bengals field. Antonio Brown did? Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, he got his he got his bell rung. Oh uh, by uh Vontae. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying that all his uh episodes about his wild actions and stuff, they're saying they all began. There was somebody you know, Twitter Yeah, it went from detective. Antonio Brown to A B. Yeah. Twitter detective, you know, said they they he was never doing these episodes and acting this way until after they hit. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, all four of these guys. I'll be honest with you. I don't care if they play the game or not. Don't really care. Doesn't matter to me. Um, all I care about, all I care about, is that man pulling through. Yeah. I don't know the man. I didn't know him at all before he took the hit. I'm not going to pretend like I've been his day one fan. And remember, I don't know the guy. Right? There's thousands of NFL players I don't know. But I do know this. Any one of them, if they ended that in situation, I'm pulling for you to pull through. Yes. That is, as as being somebody that was on sports and dealing with this, I'm pulling for you to go through. So. Um, and there's a report right now that just came out from the family saying that his, I just seen it, it just, um, I'm on my phone and my desktop at the same time. Um, but it, uh, the uncle of the family, Mm-hmm. Um, said that his breathing is improving. That is awesome That's to hear. Great to hear. That is awesome. So, well, um, real quick, Vince, you want to talk about uh, about what happened to Nick Foles? I, I wanted Colton's opinion first. <laughs> oh, my bad. I apologize. Go ahead, Colton. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all, it's all good. <laughs> um, I don't really have too much to say on it. I feel like I keep, keep it short and simple. I Prayers out to him and his family. I, it really tragic and something you we probably won't see who knows when in the NFL because it's, it's never happened before something on at least of this uh caliber um it, it's it's really 
loss of words are really what to say about this situation as I, I, again, I didn't get to even watch this game. I just watched the highlights and the replay of what happened so I can have a better understanding. But mm-hmm. once again, prayers out to him. I hope he pulls through and it's, it's about as simple as that. Now, you want to talk about Nick Foles? <laughs> you know the you know what, what's that movie? Uh, the Ricky Bobby movie. Uh, Which one? Shake and Bake, Water Boy, Talladega Nights. No, yeah, Ricky Talladega, Bobby, Talladega man. Nights. Oh, I'm said Water Boy. Wrong movie. <laughs> uh, six pound, four ounce, baby Jesus. Old, old, old first round. Fifth overall pick, Kayvon Thibodeau, sacks Nick Foles. And Nick Foles is immediately hurt. And this guy decides to do snow angels on the ground mm-hmm. as he's, like, right next to Nick Foles. And, and, and after the game, says that he didn't know he was that close to him as he's doing it. But if you look in the replay. He hits him. He hits him every time his arms went up. He you didn't feel this? Because I'm pretty sure Nick Foles felt <laughs> somebody hitting him as he's on the ground, wincing in pain. Like, <laughs> Col- Colton, I'm going to let you tell your thoughts on that before I get my thoughts on it. Uh, I, I, I agree with Vince. Uh, how do you not know you're next to Nick Foles doing all that? And even like to bring up the replay part, he even looked at him a few times when he was doing it. I- I'll have to say oh, I- I'm kind of disappointed in the Colts. Uh, players of not defending Nick Foles, regardless of how they feel about him. He is on your team. They they, they should have done something uh, going off of That's what true. Saturday said in the inter- interview after the game. Uh, it, it, it's uncalled for. I'll say that. Should have been a penalty on <laughs> both teams. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with y'all, man. So I'm going to play devil advocate here. And say maybe he didn't realize he was next to him, right? Um, I mean, you maybe he didn't realize. But here's where he loses his argument with me, right? I, I, I know where you're going with this. He was on the <laughs> sideline mm-hmm. after the thing, right? And here's the thing: the NFL Network, the NFL, they only catch stuff here and there. So maybe they were good, or maybe. You were go over there talking about it, but you were literally mocking Nick Foles by showing that putting your hands inside of your head like I put him to sleep. I did see that. You knew by then he was hurt. You knew by then. And we know. You know. So you knew he was hurt by then, and you're over there talking about I put him to sleep. That right there is where you lost all, all of your argument with me. Because right there, now... now it went from uh, you're sacking him. We've seen plenty of people take sack people and jump up and celebrate, and that person hurt. And then they realize they're hurt and like, oh, man. They don't go to the sideline and mock those players afterwards. You know what I mean? Because you're supposed to understand that even though we are on the field and we are against each other, it's bigger than the game. Us, We have families that we're going to go home to. We don't want to haunt We use this this. As pro athletes, you use that profession to provide for your family. Granted, you want to hit that guy as hard as you can legally, but 
at the same time, you don't mock him when you hurt him. That's where he lost all thing for me, and I promise you, I'll have no respect for him. The same way I have no respect for Adamakin Sue after he stepped, or not Adamakin Sue. Oh uh, yeah, it was Adamakin Sue. Stepped on um, Rogers. He, yeah, he stepped on him. It was the same way it's that oh, on the uh, ground. Oh, uh, what was it? Albert Hainsworth. He stomped on old boy's face. Remember that? Busted that boy's face up. The Redskins players. Listen, it was a bug on the ground, man. Yeah, they whatever. were trying to kill the bug. Whatever, man. I got no respect for that. You trying to you. And I don't think you intentionally tried to hurt him, but then you mocked him afterwards, bro. Uh, garbage, uh, garbage. That's a, that's a trash way to handle yourself as a as not even a football player, but as a as a grown man, as an adult, as somebody that's supposed to respect and love the game. That's a trash way. I, I, I don't have that skill set that you have, and I wouldn't even act that way. I will bring up uh, another thing about Kayvon Thibodeau. There is even reports coming before he was even drafted that he had character issues. So I, I'm on. Well, well, it's showing. It's showing, yes. <laughs> I'm not surprised that he would do something like this. So, eh. Well, there you go. There he should you be ashamed go. of himself. 100%. And, 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 I, and I agree with you too, Colton, on, on um, I'm, I'm disappointed in the Colts. There's no way. I, and, I, and, and, and also too, uh, Jonathan, I don't buy the fact that he said that he didn't know he was there. If I am hitting my hand on something numerous times. I know it's not the football. There's only a, one other thing out on there on the field other than the football, and that's people. Well, like I said, I could so, have bought his argument until he did that on the sideline. I could have bought your argument, man. You could have sold it, and I would have been like, eh, okay, maybe. But once I seen you do it on the sideline, I was like, I don't believe you at all, man. I think you're just... There, there, there should have been a malice in the palace, Detroit Pistons, Indiana Pacers... On that field, <laughs> that game. After he did that, I, I agree. Sure, sure, yeah, I'm gonna I'm tell you what. I'm, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm fighting you. I'm fighting you. I'm dropping. If I'm a lineman, I'm dropping off 375 pounds of my body on you. But wow, we we rolling. As you're, as you're doing your little snow angels, I'm plowing. Yeah, right on I'm. Uh, I'm giving you the people's elbow or or the atomic leg drop for y'all wrestling fans out there. So. Absolutely. No, no, no. I'm right yep. there with you. That's inexcusable, man. Inexcusable. Well, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Another little thing coming out at the end of this year, and uh, this week will be the last time we will see it. J.J. Watt is retiring from the NFL. He just played his last home game, and this is it, man. This is his final game, 12 years in the league. Which... I didn't realize he had played twelve years. It's it's when you see kind of greatness like that for so long, you you kind of take it for granted, I guess you could say. So, but gentlemen, whichever one y'all want to answer first, the question here ahead. is: obviously, he's going to retire. Is he a Hall of Famer? Um. Uh. Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm <laughs> something up real quick. Okay. All right. Well. I have four players here. I have Jared Allen, Julius Peppers, Dwight Freeney, and Robert Mathis. I am okay with J.J. Watt going to the Hall of Fame if those four go in before him. If not, I don't think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, I will okay. say, uh, as as we're going, well, I'll let you finish what you're, you're saying, Vince, but I'll, I will add on to this. Uh, he ain't got nothing else to say. That's it for him, I'm telling you. I, I know no, him well no, no, enough. No, 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 because all four of them have oh, yeah. more sacks than him, and they can't. He can't catch up to any four of those right now. 
Okay. So if as long as, as 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 long as all four of these guys here are in the Hall of Fame before him, I'm okay with. Them. So I don't have their stats breakdown because I don't know your opinions and your thoughts on the show most of the time before we go on there. So I don't That's how know. I like to do it. That's uh, yeah. I I don't want to know your thoughts. It's not it's not realistic then. But even though you can read my mind sometimes, definitely. But I I knew as soon as I said he ain't got nothing else to say, you was gonna sit there and say something else. <laughs> but all you do is reiterate exactly what I was like. He's done. He's got nothing else to say. He's just gonna say that he. You just reiterated it. But I don't know what Colton thinks, but I think J.J. Watt is a Hall of Famer. Um, I. Name those people again. You said Jared Allen, Dwight Freedy, Julius Peppers, and Robert Mathis. The only one that I'm curious about, the only one I would be curious about would be Mathis. The other three to me are the Julius Peppers is no doubt a Hall of Famer. Like, right. um, no doubt. The other ones, um, I believe as well. Uh, when you get to Mathis, I had to look his stats up, man. I wasn't a big Mathis fan. I liked all the rest of them, so I don't know. There would have been no Dwight Freeney without Robert Mathis. Well, that's true. I mean, that's probably true. But, well, I'm going to tell you that I wrote down some stats here. I think, I'm not going to say J.J. Watt needs to get in if they only get in, because, first off, J.J. Watt is 38th in all-time sacks. 12 years, 38th. Not bad. He lead he's led the NFL twice in sacks, two different seasons. He's also the Texans all time leader in sacks. Uh, and that's a franchise that's been around for twenty years. He is thirty second in forced fumbles in NFL history. That's a big deal to me. But here's the one that really tells me that he belongs there and that kind of puts him, in my opinion, above a lot of the other ones, right? So I'm going to throw out two names, and I want to see what y'all gentlemen think. Obviously, LT, Lawrence Taylor, Hall of Famer. I'm, I'm assuming both of y'all believe he should be there. Oh, no doubt. The, yes. The second name I'm going to throw out, and y'all tell me what y'all think, Aaron Donald, Hall of Famer? You can make the argument that Aaron Donald belongs to, you know, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. No one in the past since he's been in the league, has been as dominant as he is, in my opinion. He's, what, has three or two or three DPOIs, if I'm correct? Three. 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 At the same Mm -hmm. as J.J. Watt. He had that stretch uh, time span that he was the most dominant player in the league by far. Now, I will go on back to J.J. Watt for a second. What type of D lineman do you see catching touchdown passes? He's caught three. Three, right? Three. Yes. He's got a three touchdowns. He's got a, all he also has an interception return for a touchdown, I know. Yes. Well, the reason I threw those th- those two guys out, uh, gentlemen, real quick to back back up. The reason I threw them two out, those two and JJ Watt, as you Colton are spilling my uh my notes here to everybody, those three are the only three that have ever won defensive player of the year three times. Three times. That shows he was the most dominant player three out of 12 years. 25% of his career, he was the number one guy defensively. That's huge to me, man. I, I think he's definitely going to make it in the, in the, to the Hall of Fame. 
I think it's injustice if he doesn't. I do think some of the other gentlemen that you named off Vince belong there as well. So, yeah. I, I, I throw that I throw Aaron Donald in there. He's he's definitely Aaron Donald's going to make it, and he should. That yeah, dude's a monster, bro. I, I I think he's going to be first ballot. I I don't know who JJ Watt is going to be lined up with. Um, that is true. Like, yeah, and, and that's that's what concerns me. I don't know if he'll be a first ballot. It depends on who he's lined up with. You know, it's kind of a toss-up. Colton, what do you think? Uh, yeah, Aaron Donald, I'll, I'll, I'll just say it, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'll, I'll agree with both y'all there. Um, I will go on back to his uh, seasons with 20-plus sacks, which is two, and season leading league-leading in sacks is two. He actually That's what? holds the NFL record in both of those. J.J. Watt? Yes. Uh, as of what I'm reading, he holds the NFL record for the most seasons with 20-plus sacks and the most seasons with leading the league in sacks. Wow, he's only done it twice. That's, no one's ever done it twice besides him? Uh, as or was I'm reading nobody else has done it more than twice? Wow, that's crazy. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I do know the record is 22 and a half sacks. Michael Strahan also owns, owns that record. Yeah, well, he's tied now, but he's still technically. Yeah. yeah so, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I think J.J. Watt is there. I mean, this man was J.J. Swat for years. I, I can't tell you how many times I watched that dude jump up. He literally, I think, honestly, I think he changed that defensive end position. It changed, I think, a lot of the defensive line because I don't ever remember, and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't ever remember a lot of defensive linemen getting their hands up like he did on on throws. I mean, not to the extent we see it a lot now, but I don't ever remember it happening to the extent it happens now before he started that. I mean, he was J.J. Swat. That man was smacking everything down. I, I agree. Uh, back then, you didn't see a lot of DNs have the athleticism that J.J. Watt had to be able to jump up that high, be all around the field, you know, winding up. I can, I can agree with that. Winding up at the deep tackle edge position. You just didn't see that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell, gentlemen. Time will tell. So, well, let's roll into the award prediction since we're almost at the end of the season here for the NFL. And uh, we're going to hit the five – Five main ones. Uh, I mean, there's other ones too. Coach of the year, comeback player of the year, stuff like that. Um, but mainly I was going to hit a MVP, defensive and offensive player of the year, and defensive and offensive rookie of the year. So, um, gentlemen, we kind of spoke a little bit about this, and I think we can all agree. Defensive rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner, right? Nobody else has anybody else? Uh, clear cut. And- I don't see anybody even close. Vince? Oh, no, I have no no disagreement there. Yeah, I mean, the kid, all day, baby. The kid has the most pass uh, defenses, or I mean, uh, yeah, pass deflected. Yeah, most pass deflected in the NFL right now as a rookie. 20. Why do you keep targeting this guy? Second like, place is 15, just in case you're curious. Who is that, Bradbury? Uh, there's actually like two or three of them. I don't remember who they were. As soon as I seen 15, I was like... You're not even relevant to me right now. Not in this argument. 
you may you may be a great player, but right now you're not relevant to me to argue. I'm going to yeah, tell you, it is, it's, it's James Bradbury. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Eagle. I think uh, I think Sauce Gardner is top. I don't think he's a top. I, I'm not going to say he's a top corner or defensive player, um, but I am going to say that I think he is definitely hands down the best rookie. I think he's the best rookie this year, honestly. Um, offensive or defensive, my personal opinion. So, I, I can I can see where you're coming from on that. Well, speaking of offensive rookie, then, gentlemen, Colton, who do you have offensive rookie of the year? I am going to have Kenneth Walker winning. Okay. All right, I can uh, I can agree with that one. He only had 14 games. But uh, but he performed. He performed. So I also have Kenneth Walker, and uh, like I said, fourteen games. But you know, obviously he's got one more. He'll play fifteen out of the seventeen season. But I, I think the kid just, I think the kid just performed. I mean, uh, I just think he just performed when he got the when he got put in. So Vince, who do you have as offensive rookie of the year? I have Garrett Wilson as uh, offensive rookie of the year. Hmm. Okay. Even with all the quarterback uh, changes and yeah, still got a thousand yards. Huh. I mean, and maybe that's a good argument there. I mean, the dudes had three different quarterbacks thrown to him. Yep, and still had a thousand yards. Now, and <laughs> this is horrible. He was targeted 130 times this year. Oof. Garrett Wilson, 74. Se- yeah, with 74 receptions. Jesus, <laughs> like, bro, that's a lot of targets, man. I wonder what that, how that ratio looks compared to other people. The targets to reception ratio. I mean, I don't That's know it. off the top of my head. I don't know. I'm about to take a look at this. Uh, while you're looking that up, I will say and bring something up. Can we just talk about how Brock Purdy is third? And, like, you know, I thought like rookie of the year voting right now. Odds? Or at least in. Well. That's wild. Yeah, and odds there. It. It is, but the 49ers offense is not predicated off of a, a quarterback that... I'm going to tell you right now, the 49ers... You don't need much. No, exactly. The 49ers quarterback is just a placeholder. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, that's, that's, that's really what their offense is. I mean, for, I mean, that's all I've seen so don't far. Don't turn the bottle. Don't don't turn the ball over. That's it. That's it. That's what that's what I think. Anyways, I haven't seen anything change my mind. So that's just my personal opinion. There. I, I yeah. mean, do I think that he should be in that category? Yeah, yeah. He he should. He's a rookie. I mean, he was Mister Irrelevant this year. That's huge. So only what yeah, three or so four I mean, games. Yeah, he's, he's you know, uh, he, his jersey. His jersey from his last game went to the Hall of Fame. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, uh, you know we we should probably put Carson Wentz in there since he's playing like a rookie. <laughs> All right, so on to defensive player of the year. So defensive player of the year, gentlemen, uh, Vince. I'm gonna go ahead and tell ready. you. Yep, I was just gonna say I'm gonna go ahead and tell you I got uh, I got your boy personally, and uh, I don't know what your argument is to that. But my argument for him is I understand he's not number one in sacks and everybody's going to like, well, he didn't lead in the NFL or anything. Correct. But he's only, correct me if I'm wrong, Vince, a sack and a half out from the lead. And yep. he has 
five forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, and three pass deflects. Correct. So, to me, if you look at um, Nick Bosa, who's leading in sacks right now, Nick Bosa, I think, has three forced fumbles. That's it. I'll take uh, forced fumbles. Two. two. Oh, he has two. Oh, yes, excuse sir. me, excuse me. Um, I'll take forced fumbles over sacks. Just being honest with you, I'd rather you. I'd rather yeah, you, make you can turn the ball over. Exactly, exactly. So you 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 can you give a fifty fifty chance of turning the ball over. Now, do I think do I think Reddick will get it? No, I think it'll go to no. I think it'll go to Bosa. Yeah, it'll go to Bosa. But I mean, but do I agree with that? Not at all. No, absolutely not. What a, it's it's ridiculous. Yep, but it's the big names. What uh? What do you? Who do you have, Colton? I am actually going to have a totally different pick from both of y'all. I'm just, I say Parsons wins it. Uh, the linebacker for the Cowboys. Correct. Uh, he. I was just making sure I didn't. I didn't. Th- I wasn't thinking of a different Parsons. No, my, Micah Parsons uh, wins DPOI. Uh, you don't see someone winding up all over the field playing. You know, off the edge, a linebacker. You don't see very many players do what he does on the field. Yes, he's not leading the league in sex. But teams have to double-team him off the edge or he will ruin your whole game plan. I I, I just have Micah Parsons winning. I can, I can make an argument for Nick Bosa winning, but my pick is Parsons. Wholeheartedly disagree with that one. I don't agree either, but at the same time, I don't know what the judges look at. You know, the people that decide what the criteria is and who they put in. I don't know. I don't know how that's decided. So I could see an argument made for him, but I'm a big guy. I like numbers. So uh, I like being able to see the numbers and the production, me personally. So unless there's a stat that should, you know, let's say, Put out a stat of how many times he's broke through double team and stuff. I'm st- I'm personally still going to stick with Reddick, but I in the in the past five games, Michael Parsons has had one sack. What about tackles one. for losses or tackles in general? Uh, let's see here. Oh, 13. Last game he had one tackle, and it wasn't even a solo tackle. Mm. And I, I will say his last game was pretty terrible. He's playing, playing pretty horrible. I don't know, man. Me, me, I don't you know. know. I think, but I will say, let alone Nick Bosa did have hit the QB five times last week against the Raiders. He didn't have a single sack. Yeah, he, didn't have a single tackle. Nothing. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. You have to look at. Uh, there's more. Obviously, there's more that goes into it, right? They're going to look at how many times you pressured the quarterback, how many times you hurt the quarterback, how many times you hit the quarterback. I would assume, you know what I mean? They're going to look at all that. I I don't think they're, this year is one of the years there's not a clear-cut PPOI. So Speaking of clear-cut, then, Offensive Player of the Year? Yeah, we all agree yeah, on that one. Yeah, <laughs> <Jefferson laughs> all day. That's JJ yeah. all day. Justin Jefferson. I don't care what uh, freaking the cornerback for the Green Bay Packers did to him. 
Hey man, you I applaud you. You shut him down. But I'm not looking at one game. I'm looking at her. That was he Justin Jefferson didn't win offensive player of the week. Thanks to you. But I still think Justin Jefferson Justin Jefferson up until last week's game had a chance to be the first receiver to break 2000 receiving yards and break the record for most receptions in NFL history. Obviously, he can still break both of those, but it's going to be a lot harder now. Uh, but does anyone know how many receptions he has this season off by chance? 120, 124. 124. He's not even mm-hmm. close to the receptions record, I don't think, because I think the record is 146 or 145 either by yeah. Michael Thomas. Well, that's Michael what I'm saying. He, or- he, he had a chance to yeah, by Michael Thomas. He had a chance to break it last year if he averaged. He... He was averaging roughly towards the last few games, I think it was, or, you know, there was a lot of games he had 10-plus catches in a game. Right. Uh, yeah, he ain't, he's not touching. He's he not ain't going to – no, Thomas. I don't think he's going to get those 20 receptions. Do not get me wrong. I don't think he's going to get 20 receptions in a game. I mean, that record, I think, if I'm correct, is held by Brandon Marshall. I think it was 21. But – um Yeah, he broke T.O.'s record. Yeah, but he's not going to – I don't – now, he may – but I doubt it. You're playing against the. I think. Are you playing against? He's playing against either the Bears or the Lions. I don't know which one. The uh, he's playing against. The Lions are playing against the Packers. So he's playing against the Bears. So I don't think he's going to get it. I, I do. I think he's going to have a good game. I do think he's going to have a good game. He may break the reception or the uh, yardage record, but he's going to have to have a monster game to do it. Monster game. So. But yeah, I think that's offensive rook or offensive player of the year. Um, now for MVP, I have Pat Mahomes, and I don't have Pat Mahomes because I think Pat Mahomes had the best season. I think Jalen Hurts had a better season, but I don't think Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts missed games, and I think that's what's going to hurt him in the in the argument. But uh, I like Jalen Hurts had he played a full season. But I got Pat Mahomes winning now that he did not play a full season. So Colton, who do you have? I can see Pat Mahomes winning. It, it most likely it will be Pat Mahomes, but I'm gonna have Joe Burrow taking home the MVP this year. Okay. Well, uh, Vince made a joke about that last week, so or a couple weeks ago. So <laughs> Joe Burrow's has played good. I know because he's my fantasy football quarterback. He's played really good, so he's in the talk. I know right now. So what? Uh, who do you have, Vince? Oh, I got Jared Goff. Okay, now that you're done, <laughs> who do you have? <laughs> this guy, Jared Goff, man. What do you? Come on, man. Oh my god, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna fire you. Come on, man. Y- y'all don't think so? No more than no more than Matt Ryan. <laughs> it's Mahomes, I think. Although I know this is not going to be. Factored into this here, I think we see how valuable Jalen Hurts is to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, sir. Um, uh, Mr. Joe Smooth, I think his picks is what kind of throws me off there. Because he has, he has the same amount as Patrick Mahomes right now, too. <laughs> and poor guy. Oh wow, he actually is not leading and getting sacked this year. That's great. That's good. That's the only way you're gonna all... keep him from being broken. Yeah. Who's leading who's yeah. got been sacked the most? Uh, 
him? I want to say Kirk Cousins. No, Justin Fields. Wow. I believe that. I believe that because Justin Fields is like the only dude on the team. He's running for his life, literally. Literally, bro. <laughs> I, I like Justin Fields. I think he's got a. I like him too. I think he's got a crap hand dealt to him, man. Honestly, dude. First was it? Uh, it's in year two now. Yeah, correct. So, three for sixty percent this year. Sixty percent. Like how many passes though? He's barely throwing the ball. Uh, three eighteen. He's 18 from, attempts, 192 completion. Ooh, yeah, I was thinking 318 completions. I was like, wow, that's a lot of completions. No, no, that's no, not. no, no. Let's be real here. Okay. Well, he's only thrown for 2,000 yards this year. Poor thing. Because he's been running for his life. Right. <laughs> well, uh, real quick, gentlemen, because we're getting close on time, uh, we'll hit on the, the NBA topics here. So, the Cavs. Vince, this is your show. Do you think the Cavs are legit? No. You think what's going on with Donovan Mitchell is a fluke? No, I don't think it's a fluke. I think he's a very good player. Okay. Uh, which, by the way, he got drug tested today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a joke. Yeah, uh, I don't know if y'all saw the tweet that uh, uh, the Lopez brothers, I think it's Robin. Um, yeah, Robin place for the Cavaliers and he was like I just wanted to uh you know congratulate me and Donovan Mitchell for um scoring 72 points combined last night <laughs> and it's a picture of the Robin, drug test Robin had one point well that was the funny thing and then, oh he uh, only got one and then and then um Donovan Mitchell goes and then we got drug tested right afterwards so he got drug tested for having seventy one points last night, basically. Um, but Donovan Mitchell has a track record of getting injured in the playoffs. Um, I want to say two out of the past three years he has rolled his ankle mm. in the playoffs, and it's caused his team to lose. On top of having Rudy Gobert um, as your center, Eight. and you're playing the playing the Phoenix Suns and they got Chris Paul guarding you because you have no post game. For, for those that don't know, Rudy Gobert is over seven feet. Chris Paul is barely pushing six feet. Easy. Easy. I'm dunking on you every time. Easy. I don't care. If, I, no, no, I'm putting you in the basket. Okay. Do you think, uh, Colton, I don't know if you're a big NBA guy. Watch here and there, uh, not as much as I do football, obviously, but I I am familiar with some of a lot of what's going on in the NBA today. Uh, to go to go off of the Cavs of fluke, yeah, I their their team isn't really built all that good. Uh, they're really just star heavy, and it's just Donovan Mitchell. That's about it. Yes, they do have some young stars, and uh, what is it? uh Darius Garland, uh, the right. point guard. Um, they have Evan Mobley. I believe he is injured at the moment. Yeah, yeah, he's hurt right now. And then you have Jared Allen as well. But Jared Allen is kind of Jared Allen. I would say is kind of like a bridge center. He's not bad, not yeah. terrible, but he's not great. He's just mid. He's hit or miss sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. 
to go off of that performance from Donovan Mitchell of scoring 71, was it a fluke? Absolutely not. Donovan Mitchell showed he can put up big games and some big moments. Uh, he's shown that against that in the bubble playoffs against the Nuggets, dropping outrageous amounts of points. Uh, he, he's built like that. I'll say that. He's built like that. All right. Well, until, I think uh, I think I think the Cavs. I don't think they're. Uh, I think they're legit. Personally, um, not that I think they're legit and that they're going to win a championship, but I think they're. Um, I think they're in a. They're in the Eastern Conference, and I think so. I think honestly, to me, the Eastern Conference is the easier conference, and uh, not that I necessarily really? like that because I am a Heat fan, but. Um, same time, kind of, you know, kind of do like it. It's just kind of a trade off, you know what I mean? Uh, but I think they got a chance to to be in the top three seeds. But I do not see them winning the Eastern Conference Championship with what they have right now. You think the Eastern Conference is the easier conference? I personally do. I, I agree. You? I, I disagree. You do realize that the top seed in the West would be a five seed. In the East? This year? Hist- yes. Historically, it's not that way. No, no, no. The, the, the West is weak this year. I, I, I'm not going to take... I'm going to tell you what. I'm not going to take the... The way that the East is playing this year and say that they are the dominant division. First off, we're not even halfway through the season. Uh, so that's, that's part of my, my argument. Um, secondly, I don't see, I would not be surprised at all to see the number one seed, or I'm sorry, the, the top team in the NFL or the NBA, the ones that gets the little, the new trophy. Uh, I don't know if it starts this year or not, but that new trophy, I wouldn't be surprised to see the West get it and get it almost every year. I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see the number one seed in the East be the number three seed in the West. I think the West is just better teams. We're early in the season. Everybody's healthy. We'll see how well, it plays we, out. We actually are at almost at the halfway point now because well, it's not an 82 game because season. Because of anymore. the stupid, yeah, no, we're not quite at the halfway, but we're close. Yeah, no, the, the, the East is the better conference right now. You got Memphis and Denver, which are clear cut teams. And then number three is New Orleans. Told, you I, told you I liked though Memphis. I told you. I like those yeah. Memphis. Yeah, uh, I think that John Morant needs to keep his mouth shut because he talked all that trash talking about we're going to beat the Warriors on Christmas Day and then they knock all the hair off you. He needs to quit punching and, 17-year-olds in the mouth. That's what he needs to quit doing. Listen, let me tell you, John Morant. <laughs> yeah, John Morant just punched a 17-year-old. He's getting sued right now. <laughs> I like John Morant, too. Don't get me wrong. I like him, bro. And stays to himself, so I'll... I, 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 Take a look at that that situation yeah, later. He's, but, he's saying it was in self defense. I don't even know what happened. Um, but I mean, they got destroyed by the Warriors, and Steph Curry wasn't even playing. Jordan Poole, I think, dropped thirty seven. Yeah, he did. He did. He dropped thirty seven. Huh. And and, uh, and 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 special shout out here to Clay Thompson for dropping fifty four last night. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he dropped fifty four last night. I, I knew that. I know that guy's not done. Um, however, and we'll, I want to bring him up when we talk about um, the trade stuff a little later. 
Well, we gotta we're doing the trade stuff right now because all right we uh we already running the show a little longer, which we had a lot of topics, a lot of stuff to talk about. So it happens. Yeah, we do. But uh, the the trade right now, the trade talk is the Lakers need to trade LeBron. That's that's what we were what was the topic was. Um, there's a lot of people talking about he needs to be traded, he needs to go, he needs to do this. Gentlemen, my thoughts to y'all, my question to y'all are, A, do you trade him? And B, if you do trade him, who do you see him going? There's talk he wants to go play in the Warriors, with the Warriors. You know, you know he's going to go anywhere that he can try to win another rink. But what is y'all's thoughts? I'll go ahead and ask you first, Vince. What do you think? I think you can't trade LeBron. Cannot? Mm-mm. You can't. You can't unless you're completely tanking, and then you're going to run the risk of being fined by the commissioner. Cannot willingly. As a matter of fact, the commissioner can deny that trade. So that is true. Uh, you can't trade LeBron. The only person outside of LeBron that can be traded right now is Westbrook. And nobody wants to take on that contract uh, unless you're like Toronto where they pick, you know, they get him and then they agree on a buyout or something like that. I personally think Westbrook should go to Miami. Um, LeBron, if any other team trades for him, the best suitor is Miami. I know we talked about this earlier, but the best suitor is Miami. However, I don't think Eric Spolster or Pat Riley want to deal with that headache again. I don't want him. I don't, I don't, I don't think they would. And on top of this, too, who is who are the Lakers wanting to get from Miami? Obviously, Cal Lowry, right? They're, yeah, well, they're talking about Cal Lowry, and they're talking about they would want Duncan Tyler Robinson? Hero. No, they're saying no, they want not, Tyler Hero, but they're saying that no, no, there's no, no you, way. You're not getting they're going to they're going to ditch Tyler Hero <laughs> a blossoming future star for a he's not a washed up star but he's an old star an old you know player that's the don't only have other person, too much longer left in him only other person i could see there is Victor Oladipo and maybe maybe uh Duncan Robinson that's it Oh, hey, tr- hey, trade the OG over there to um, <laughs> oh, Udonis. Send him on over there. He ain't going nowhere. That man been with our team since he got in the league. Yeah, yeah, Udonis will retire before he gets traded. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I I know for a fact that man will retire. He's probably got no trade clauses, I'm assuming. I he would. probably does. Hey, look, hey, we're going to give you the veteran uh, minimum. Uh, I want a no trade clause in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Colton, what do you think? Do you think the Lakers trade him? I, I don't see it. Uh, LeBron, I could see him. I could see him wanting to go to a new team, but I don't see him get, doing it through a trade. Uh, I'm not even sure what his contract. How many years he has left on his contract? He has like what two? One year. One year. No, one, one year. year. Yep. His son, he still has what like a few years before he's eligible to be drafted. Don't don't get me started there with that one. Well, that's a that's another one we should probably table when you come back on. Yeah, we ain't got that long on the show, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it short and simple. Then I know I I don't see him being <laughs> traded. If he was to be traded, I I would say Warriors or Miami. I 
but I don't see a trade happening. I see him just going to free agency and finding a team that suits him best to win a championship next year. I'm going to say you, me personally, right? I'm going to say you, you, if you trade him, it's not a big deal, right? If you don't trade him, it's not a big deal. I will say that I know he wants to go play for, he's talked about going to play with Golden State. It will not happen, and he will not go play for Miami. Those two will not happen. Here's why. Curry has done said, nah, on him playing with LeBron. Curry does not want to play with LeBron. There is no way that they will say, Curry, I know you're our star. I know you brought us championships, but screw you. We're going to bring, you know, uh, LeBron James on. There's no way. That won't happen. So the Golden State is out of the picture right now. Miami's not going to bring him on for exactly what we talked about many times, uh, Vince, and that is the problems that he had in Miami when he wanted to get rid of Eric Spolster. Eric Spolster's not going to sign off on that. I guarantee him and Pat Riley are best buds. They have coached so long together. You know, coached and GM'd and, and, and led together. There is no way, no way they bring LeBron in. Not only that, LeBron has become very full of himself, very arrogant, and honestly very toxic from when he was first in Miami. If it does not go LeBron's way, LeBron makes sure he says stuff. He's gotten, he's much more vocal, he's much more outspoken. They don't want that in there. They the, the the Heat literally were just in the NBA Finals a couple years ago. They were one game away last year from making it to the NBA Finals. There is no way. I get it. LeBron would probably give you a good chance to make the NBA Finals. But they're so close to me, and I know they're having a rough season right now. But to me, they're so close that you don't sacrifice your future of your organization to bring him in and win now. Now, the, the, the Miami Heat are big on not rebuilding, but reloading. But I don't think that's the piece you need. I think you go for Westbrook. And I think that, honestly, I think if they can make trades and, and put other pieces in for LeBron, he would be just as happy as not being traded, having players come in there. So My, my, Miami wouldn't, they wouldn't get rid of their future because if uh, trade LeBron to Miami, those draft picks that the Lakers have come with. So it, it, it would work out. I don't think that Pat Riley wants him. I wouldn't want him. And it's not that I don't, I don't think Pat Riley of them. I don't think any, I don't think Pat Riley has any ill attention towards him, but Pat Riley knows that the current way that LeBron is, does not fit with their team. I mean, and that's just is what it is. You don't fit our current style of the way we are, the way we lead this organization. Your current demeanor, you're not a good fit for us at this point in your life, this point in your career, this point in our organization. So that's my opinion on it, man. We'll, we'll see how this plays out. Uh, I don't know when the trade deadline is in the NBA, but it, I think it's before the All-Star weekend, isn't it? It's a week before. Yeah, it's what? I think a week before or two weeks before. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen from that there. I, I, I really don't. I, I think my Rockets are going to get rid of Eric Gordon before the trade deadline. I, 
So that that would be interesting to watch. Eric, so what? I can see that happening. Eric Gordon needs to go. Yeah, I think he's actually at. I think he's hindering the Rockets more um, than helping them at this point. Like, I I don't know. uh, Have y'all ever heard of uh, a player used to play for the Nets? It's called Kenyon Martin. Yep. Yeah. His son plays for the Rockets now, and because Eric Gordon is on the court, Kenyon Martin can't get the playing time that he needs. So it's it's kind of hurting him. I I could see Eric Gordon going to a Lakers or possibly the Suns. Um, no, I I I actually see him going to the Seventy Sixers as well. He's a good six man, so it it'd be a little interesting to see that. Um. Oh, um, in addition to that, I wanted to talk about Clay Thompson here. There is talk of him leaving Golden State and wanting to go to LA. The only LA like, team. It's which LA? LA? The Lakers. Wow. Ugh. Yep, he wants to go to the Lakers. There's there's talk of him wanting to go there, and I under understand that from um, the standpoint of his father was a Laker. And that's where, I mean, you know, continue the legacy with the Lakers, win a championship. I don't see him with Golden State after his contract's up. Well, maybe he'll wait till the end of this year and then go. That way LeBron's gone. He's got an extra year left on his contract. So he has this year and next year, and then then he'll, you know, he wants to go to a different different place. Golden State's not going to, they're not going to pay him because they already have their replacement in him, and that's Jordan Poole. You also got to realize that Clay Thompson's kind of getting a little bit old. He might take like a two-year, $30 million contract, get paid 15 mil a season, and just ride out the rest of his career. Maybe try and play for another championship for one last one. But I don't – I can kind of uh, – Yeah. Kind of stop being with Golden State after his contract. So. I beg to differ. I think Clay is still a number two option. On a team, I still do. No, I- and, I, and, and that may be because I actually like, like I, I like Clay Thompson more than I like Stephen Curry, and and the reason I, I'm a very big defensive guy, and I, I like, I like, I like two way players. Clay Thompson can play defense, and he can also shoot. Stephen Curry is a defensive liability. <laughs> You're not wrong about that one. <laughs> yeah, he is a defensive liability. Well, we'll have to see all these play out. I mean, over the next few years, I definitely can see a shakeup in some of these teams. Um, I, I would be. I think. I think Clay Thompson is going to be valuable, no matter where he goes. So, um, honestly, I'd love to see him go to the Clippers, just to just to spite the Lakers. That'd be that'd be funny. I don't think his dad would like that. I don't think he's dad would like that. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh. Well, all right, gentlemen. Well, we are we are getting towards the end of the show. So, uh, real quick before we go into our shout-outs, Vince, do you have any facts of the week? No, sir. Not this time. No. All right. Colton, I'm going to ask, but I don't expect you to have one. But do you? Um, Not off the top of my head. I I was thinking of one something earlier that I wanted to say fact-wise, but it kind of slipped my mind. No worries. I got you a great one here, and this is NBA for you, Vince. So, NBA teams 
over the last 20 seasons, when they were trailing by nine, or at least nine, excuse me, and had 35 or few seconds left, they had lost every game. They were 0 and 13,884. Not a single, yeah, yeah, ain't that a big number? Not a single team had ever won being down by over nine points with 35 seconds or less left. Dallas Mavericks. Until Dallas Mavericks won against the New York Knicks. And they won in overtime, but they were down by nine, my friend. And Luka went out there and during that game scored 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists. And also, they had never been a 60-20 triple-double. Jeez. Two different things that... One had never happened in the past 20 seasons. One had never happened ever. And it happened in that game. If you are a New York Knicks fan, I am sorry for you. That is an embarrassing stat that I would hope gets buried and never comes out again. 13,884 times. Yeah. Another offensive genius and a defensive liability. Mm. That's a painful one, bro, if you're a New York Knicks player or fan. (laughs) Sorry, Spike Lee. Sit down. (laughs) <laughs> oh man that one hurts that one hurts well well gentlemen colton we'll give you the uh first round do you got any shout outs for anybody um no honestly uh not at the moment all right no worries no worries vince what about yourself i got one shout out what you got <laughs> uh it was actually interesting that you mentioned um luka Doncic. um so i got a shout out for uh greg popovich of the San Antonio Spurs, man. <laughs> a reporter asked him, what is your game plan of uh, a stopping stop Luka? He said, keep him at 50 points. <laughs> not only did he not keep him at 50 points, Luka scores 51, and the Mavericks win by one point. Oh, the best thing was he said, yeah, the best thing he was he said, well, he's not going to score 50 points on us, and you can quote me on that. <laughs> You're correct. Technically, you are correct. Technically, he was right. He's not going to score fifty. He's going to score fifty-one. <laughs> oh, I love me some pop, man. I love me some pop. Uh, hey, and he'll tell you in in, in an interview that you did. You said you're gonna uh, you were gonna keep him not from scoring fifty points. He's like, I, I did. He scored fifty-one. I told you. Yes, <laughs> hey, so what do you want me to do? <laughs> so my shout out this week. Is to my wife, uh, Vince. You know that uh, my wife and I got married right before, actually, right before I met you, about a month or so before I met you, and uh, we celebrated our fifth anniversary this past New Year's Eve. We've been together eleven years. We got uh, three beautiful sons together. So, um, number four on the way. No, sir, not number four on the way. <laughs> um, but. Uh, we got uh we celebrated five years, man, and it's crazy when you sit here and think about it, like, dang, five years already? Wow. But yeah, man, we've uh five years together. So uh baby, I just want to tell you that I love you and uh happy anniversary. So I meant to do that last podcast, but we didn't do a podcast just so everybody knows out there because I got the flu. I got my fourth Christmas in a row sick. So we didn't do a podcast because I didn't have a voice. Yes, so just so y'all know, I was ready to go. Look at this man. 
Look at this man. I was ready to go. He wasn't. Look at this man. <laughs> he was not. He was ill-prepared, people. Ill-prepared. All right. Well, I was ready to go. I told him to take that man. tea with the lemon God. And, and a little honey, and he didn't do it. Colton. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. This dude's delusional. I appreciate you coming on the show this week, man. Uh, we'll definitely have to get you out here for some more topics. Um, out here, I mean, you're not saying Jared Goff for MVP or nothing crazy like that. So uh, definitely got to get you back out here, man. I keep it honest Jeez. and simple. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I am. Uh, I appreciate y'all for allowing me to come talk sports with y'all, really. I, I, had a, I had a great time. Yeah, man. Hey, and for everybody that doesn't that's- know, we ran that giveaway for our 10th episode for the video game. And Colton actually here is the person that actually won the game. <laughs> so, yeah, he did win the thing. So, that's pretty cool that uh, it's all kind of come come full circle there. Not only did he win the game, but, uh, but now he's on the podcast. And he's also in the finals for uh, our Fantasy Football League, which has a cash payout as well. Because... Apparently, my team decided not to play for two weeks in a row, and some bum barely beat me. Yeah, we're, so. we're not going to talk about that right now. I'm losing. I'm getting I'm getting spanked right now because the Bengals <laughs> didn't play. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I had two players in that game. So, oh, well, it is what it is. It happens. It happens. So, I ain't upset. I ain't in the final, so it ain't like it matters. But... Well, yeah, man, appreciate it, Vince. As always, I appreciate you coming on the show. So, yes, sir, yes, sir. Thank you, uh, thank you, uh, y'all guys for listening. Thank you, four hundred nine, for um, joining us today, uh, Colton. I'm sorry, I- and and I also want to say this too: if Derrick Henry does rush for two hundred and fifty yards and three touchdowns, technically, I was right. <laughs> But I was wrong. But I could have been right. Shut up, Popovich. So right. Jesus. <laughs> hey, everybody. So, hey, we appreciate y'all. And we know the show is a little bit longer, but we appreciate y'all sticking around and listening to us. Uh, and, uh, hey, until next week, see you. Peace. Peace.